Hi, I'm Yasser, and I'm uh, the director of marketing for Harvard Business Review. Obviously, I'm in the media, so I'm, I'm a big fan of any um, organization in the state of Texas, you know, where I was born and raised and went to school that's doing um, a good job to really inform the public on what's really going on in terms of, like, government here in Texas. And it's really nice to be, you know, to find an organization that represents a really good portion of the population in Texas. And what I always find um, surprising is the number of people that don't actually vote in Texas. And so that gives me a lot of hope that we can mobilize those folks that just aren't voting. You know, there's a pretty good chance that a good chunk of them are, are going to be behind a lot of the things that Progress Texas says. It's Tuesday, October 17th, 2023, and this is the Progress Texas Daily Dispatch. Rapid response on the breaking news stories Texas progressives need to know. I'm Chris Mosier. The special legislative session's focus yesterday remained on legislation that would prohibit private employers from requiring their employees to receive a COVID-19 vaccine, including health care providers. A plan that's drawn criticism from business groups. Ryan Chandler at KXAN-TV in Austin says Senate Bill 7 calls for a $10,000 fine against any private business owner for taking adverse action against employees, contractors, or even job applicants who refuse to be vaccinated for COVID-19 with the Texas Workforce Commission as the investigatory and enforcement agency. Representatives of the Texas Association of Business and the National Federation of Independent Business testified against the legislation in the Senate last week to no avail. The bill passed the Senate last week and was left pending in the House Committee on State Affairs yesterday. Bear County Sheriff Javier Salazar was featured on CBS News' 60 Minutes program over this last weekend as his investigation of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis' transportation of migrants from Texas to Martha's Vineyard in September of last year continues. Sheriff Salazar says the DeSantis team deceived migrants in San Antonio into boarding their plane, promising jobs and housing that had not been arranged. Salazar says this qualifies as unlawful restraint, perpetrated by a covert criminal operation. The state of Florida reportedly spent over $600,000 on the transportation of 50 migrants who, as asylum seekers, actually entered the U.S. legally. Kayla Bikarma at Vanity Fair says the potentially criminal stunt may have ironically given these migrants a surer path to qualify for a U visa, which requires that a migrant has been the victim of a crime and would allow that migrant to stay in the country for up to four years. Also on the immigration front, Uriel Garcia at the Texas Tribune says a legal settlement reached between the American Civil Liberties Union and the Biden administration yesterday rules that U.S. border authorities will no longer use a Trump administration policy that separated children from parents who were accused of crossing the U.S.-Mexico border illegally. This all harkens back to 2017 and El Paso where the child separation policy in its pilot effort sparked a national scandal after it resulted in over 4,000 kids separated from their families. Six years later today, over 1,000 of those children still have not been reunited with their parents. As before, with the Florida plane to Martha's Vineyard, this settlement also grants an additional path for migrant families affected by the Trump policy to qualify to stay in the U.S. legally, receive a three-year renewable work permit, plus assistance in finding housing. 
A couple of items related to Texas politics to be on the lookout for. First, Jen Panera at The Hollywood Reporter says a new documentary outlines and explains the illegitimate entrenchment of Republican power in the Lone Star State and highlights some of the Democratic players in the difficult fight back. Texas, USA is the name of the film. It features Beto O'Rourke, Greg Kassar, and Lena Hidalgo during their 2022 campaigns, plus advocates and activist groups, including the Texas Freedom Network and the Texas Organizing Project. Feature director Andrew Morgan's Texas USA is available to stream now via both Apple TV Plus and Google Play. Also be sure to hit a recent episode of NPR's Fresh Air featuring Austin-based author Lawrence Wright, whose new novel, Mr. Texas, tells the story of a fresh-faced freshman Texas congressman learning the ropes of how things really work at the Capitol. Along with a great blend of Texana kitsch and our unique mangling of the English language, great conversation, and that book is available now at your favorite outlet. To wrap up today, if you thought the Texas population boom might be starting to maybe slow down a bit, well, no. Amber Heckler at ABC 13 in Houston says her home city is on track to become the nation's second biggest metro by the end of this century. And a new report says Texas might be the most populous state in the U.S. by then as well. This is a study by moving experts Move Buddha estimating that Texas will be home to nearly 96 million people by the year 2100, a 213.8% population increase, which would put us far beyond California. Currently the most populated U.S. state with more than 39 million residents, Texas crossed the 30 million population milestone in July of last year, and the boom just keeps on booming. And that's the Progress Texas Daily Dispatch for this Tuesday, October 17, 2023. Links to all these original stories can be found in our show notes. Thanks to your support, Progress Texas podcasts are now within the top 5% for listenership in the entire world. We've built one of the biggest progressive social media platforms in Texas, and we're using it to help educate Texans on progressive issues. If you're short on time but want to do more, even an extra 10 bucks can get our voter guide in front of more than 1,000 people. Early voting in the November election begins on Monday, so we need to move fast. Please consider supporting our important work with a donation at progresstexas.org and find out everything you need to know about voting in Texas at govotetexas.org. I'm Chris Mosier. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you again tomorrow morning.